Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. to laugh i'm a happy person that's true and we are live hey that's fantastic i'm glad that we're alive okay <laughs> just in time to hear steph talk about how she's a happy person she is a happy person <laughs> i can contest i can yes. i can confirm <laughs> welcome back to the read there podcast i You're am back. pagan i am back this week with uh, my co-host dan and some special guests stephanie and louise hello hello hello, hello. Uh, thank you so much again for Erica for helping fill out uh, yes. my space last week from the Repair Podcast when I took a break uh, for mm-hmm. Adam's birthday. It was lovely for anybody's asking. Thank you. And he said thank <laughs> you for the birthday wishes. Thank yes, you. we did. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so welcome, Steph, Louie, what's up? Welcome back. A lot. Much and a lot. <laughs> It was a rhetorical question. Honestly, I don't mm. care. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get into it anyway. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I, know, I don't have an air conditioner. I, my work sucks. And I'm like, hey, yeah, well, people don't know the real pagan. Huh, no. How's it going? I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it's all up a side. That's, it's that's just, like, yes. honestly, like how you're passing people in the street. People used to be like, wow, how do you do that? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you don't ever get caught up in a conversation. You just be like, oh, hi, and continue walking. Like someone could walk down the street, someone I haven't seen for like five years or something, and we didn't have that big of a relationship. A lot of the time in small town Ireland, you'd be like, oh, hello, how are you? What's going on? What's cracking? Yeah, not much grand. Cool, cool, cool. Mine is a walking conversation. A like, little oh, great, yeah, how are great, you? Great, no, you're good. Okay, great. And then I just, <laughs> hour on through. It's not that I don't care. It's more just like usually I have stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, like you I gotta. Have, I'm on the clock, people. Gotta keep every, moving. Every, every conversation with you is an elevator pitch. You got 30 seconds. Go. Nope, don't care. Bye. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. If you have gripped my attention within the 30 seconds, I'm not listening anyway. So why? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> I can't help but think about like we were literally just watching Thor Ragnarok, and like I want to be the Valkyrie when she says, "You have as long as it takes me to finish this drink." She just like slams yes. an entire bottle of whatever alcohol, and then she's like, "Done. It's over." Yeah. <laughs> like I want to do that. I want to be that that's badass. A, that's a great way to be. <laughs> honestly, like, can you imagine how much time you would have saved? Oh yeah, just goals. been like that forever. Yeah, right. This is <laughs> painting me in a weird light. I'm not actually like this. <laughs> so why are they get drunk all the time? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. I want to actually dive right in because this week we had a, mm. an amazing game launch from Capcom. Um, Resident Evil Village has launched huh? on the seventh yesterday. Yes. Yesterday, mm-hmm. as we're filming this or as we're mm-hmm. recording this. Um. Yep. Has anybody played it? I mean, I myself has only played two of the demos: the original demo and then the castle demo. Uh, Dan, as a you have massive been. Resident Evil fan, and yes, of course, I had this game pre-ordered and I picked it up immediately. I, for the first time in a long time, actually did not get the digital version so that I could play immediately as soon as it was available. But I got a physical copy because I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to embrace physical games and media again. So I had to wait until the store opened and wait in line and pick it up and then run home and install that pig. But yes, (laughs) I've played about two hours of the game so far on hardcore difficulty. And one of those hours was me dying. Why? (laughs) Okay, let's, let's, okay, firstly, Maybe you're just a sadomasochist. I don't know. Um, why hardcore I, difficulty? I like a challenge. On your first playthrough? Yeah. Yes. Listen, there I are agree. games that are made this? that way from the ground. I do that up. all the time. Yeah. No, do you no, no, really? No. When you pick up a okay. game for the Back first time, up, you go Back hardcore difficulty. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, I could, I could. A couple things about that. First of all, um, I like to experience it at like the fullest that you could possibly do. And I learned from a time where if you played easy mode, you would only get half the story. If you played normal mode, you would get most of the story, and then you play hard to get the full story. 
So I'm used to that. So I just had this innate thing in my mind that's always like, if you don't play the hardest, you're not getting everything. Um, number one. Number two, if I play it and I master it on its hardest level, then I can go back and play it however I want to be more leisurely about it. But because I'm playing it on the hardest level, I'm going and because I'm experiencing it for the first time, I take my time. I, I really, you know, try to figure out the different kinds of ways that you can play it. Is it more stealth? Is it more just gung ho? Whatever the hell you want. And so uh, it, it gives you so much more of an experience than if you just like, okay, that's pretty nice. Okay, cool. I, I just I appreciate it more. I like I like. Uh, you know, mastering that level. But then there's always like the nightmare levels, which through you, I'm never doing that because I do have a life and I have my feelings and they hurt sometimes. But I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> and we all know wow. that Stephanie likes to play games on the hardest difficulty possible. Correct? Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> no. Only hard. Only hard. Yes. hard on hardcore. Yes. Now on that, yes. I actually do have an answer to your question, Peyton. Okay. Uh, when you ask, like, why would I do that? And I'll tell you, it's more because I've played these games so much and I love them so much. To make them scary for me, it needs to be on hard. And that's what making it more difficult is actually what makes it fearful for me. So you're so dead inside <laughs> that you need the hardest difficulty. Yes. To just make it's the not game the hardest more difficulty. challenging. It's the hardest difficulty available at the start. Okay, no, no. Okay, but, but okay. But hold on. The game doesn't get scarier. It just gets more frustrating. The scare yeah. tactics are the same. No. I feel like. No, right, you Stephanie? Know. Stephanie I feel like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's a balance of power. It, because if I'm killing enemies and not fearful that they're going to kill <gasps> me. Hi, doggo. Jesus, that terrified me. Oh, my God. Speaking gosh. of scares. Sorry. Hard mode. Hard mode. Hard mode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Think about it this way. Whoa. If you're playing a game but you're mowing enemies down and you're just sitting there with like a machine gun just, <laughs> and like all the enemies are just dying instantly is that scary okay but that's not the game that we're talking about we're talking about resident evil where you're me, like when i've used to playing those games to the point where i'm just like bang you're dead bang you're dead bang you're dead okay whatatever move on to the next area but okay, um, i think that a good word for it would probably be thrill that uh, it's more thrilling when you when there's a lot more at stake. Right, when it's, it's the difficult, stakes. You That's can fair. die a lot easier, and that way you're yeah. you're more on edge. You're more like, oh yeah. god, oh god. So there's like a thrill of that. <laughs> so like when you play tag and you felt their finger right there, like no, 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 no. <laughs> and that's actually, as opposed to just like no, I'm safe, safe, you know. And that's legit too, that's because true. I can even expand on that. Like without getting spoiler alertly, spoilerly or anything, in the beginning of the game, you get attacked by a, a flood of enemies. And it's very Resident Evil in that that you it's like you have to survive this onslaught of enemies. And when I'm playing it on hard, I have to be very aware of where every enemy is. And I'm trying to like thread the needle getting and I'm like, ah, ah," you know, trying to not get touched because I go down so quickly. I watched somebody playing that same moment in the game on easy and they didn't care. It was they're just walking through enemies like they're like, oh, oh, no, he grabbed me. And they just they just walk it off. If I get grabbed, I go down and I die. So it oh, makes I it see. more oh, actual terrifying okay. for me. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm actually okay, afraid get you of now. getting got. So getting for... got. Exactly. <laughs> the newest episode of the Replayer podcast. Getting, yes. got, getting got. Getting got good. Getting got with Dan. Get got good. Um, <laughs> Stephanie, then do I do I presume that you're also like me, that you would t- take the game and that you play on easy first? <laughs> Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, right. This makes sense. I um, don't like getting scared, anyways. So, like, I do understand like the whole like thrill, but like, um, what was the one the one horror game that I've played? I haven't played it like all the way through, but I played a little bit of it was um Until Dawn. Mm. And that's so was... good. I would love to watch you play that game. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was just like at my friend's house, and he's like, "You want to play a game?" I was like, "Sure." And so, like, I just played like a little bit of Until Dawn. Was your friend and... Jigsaw. <laughs> he loves he's he the loves yeah style. honestly the, yes <laughs> he loves horror he's, he's a big horror guy like he every time i go over to his house he's always playing like fr- like the friday the 13th game like he's <laughs> oh wow okay big horror fan <laughs> yeah and now he's gotten his girlfriend into playing that so like if they ever need to blow off steam that's their way <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I have a friend I'm who plays it. that game religiously oh it's I, I failed at that game. I got yelled at. I think I've said this before. I got yelled at by like a five-year-old or something on that game. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember you saying this. Yeah, that's really, it's really sad. 
Um, it is. But I, I would I would love to watch you play it. Like Until, oh. Until Dawn is a really good game. It is a good game. I it, it is like, and I'm I'm bummed I didn't get to play more of it because like it's such a cool process of like them trying to figure out like that studio still making you? games in the vein of Until Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got, Check like, them out. The most recent right? one I think is Little Hope. Sorry, Little Sounds Hope. right. Uh, what's Ooh. the the main name of the series? I forget. They all have a, a main title. Uh, uh, I'm uh, blanking on it right now. They have it's like a mini series. They're putting out episodic epi- uh, games like Until uh, Dawn, dark, but they're on, on, on. dark anthology. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. it's like yeah. dark something in there. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it. Get oh, that Google's. Cool. Yeah, they're, that the same Googles. studio, and it's they're making new games that are like they're little pieces, and they're different each one of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Stephanie. Dark so, pictures. okay. Had you gone? Um. Have you have you played any of the Resident Evil games? No, um, I've only ever seen like footage. Like I think the first time I ever really saw a Resident Evil game is when we played it on Ret- Retro Replay. I was gonna say, did you edit um, the episode when they played Resident Evil Two? Sorry, yes. yeah, the dark, <laughs> the Dark Pictures anthology. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that game terrified me. There was like one scene where like I, I don't know what it, what it's called, but like the big like creature comes like jumping out like the first time, and I didn't know it was coming, and I like, the yeah, liquor. I guess. Oh. It's, and I like jumped out of my chair. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. He's so gross looking. Like, so watching um this trailer talk, the Resident Evil 7, mm-hmm. was it? Eight. Um, eight. um yeah, I was kind of like expecting some of that kind of stuff to happen, but then it was more of like a whole nother genre, <laughs> I feel like. But um I would definitely play on easy. <laughs> yeah. Because I just, I feel like for me, like, I get stressed out if I am playing a game and it's on, like, a harder level and I just want to get through. So I feel like easier is, like, a little more of, like, a way to get me to the end of the game. Because <laughs> yeah. if I played on hard, like, I would not. <laughs> Same. I would just put it Never down get through. halfway through. I'd be like, no, I, I can't. Again, yeah. that goes back to the challenge aspect of it. It's like playing Returnal. Mm-hmm. Like, that game is hard. Mm-hmm. But it feels good when you eat something it's that satisfaction it's the challenge and the reward i get that see i wouldn't mind playing on a higher difficulty with the game like returnal where i just i'm not scared if you know I what mean, i mean returnal can like, get scary <laughs> i'm sure no it can i've i've seen um i've seen people play it it's just that i i don't find it as scary it's not it's definitely not like in your yeah, face it's, it's not, not as the, like, like the things like ripping mm-hmm, at you with the teeth yeah. and the Nothing like that. So I feel like Resident Evil is a different level of horror for me that I'd be like, no, easy mode. No, 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 no. Whereas Returnal, I'd be like, oh, I might play this on anything else. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, maybe it's because yourself and Louie obviously are like avid gamers and you guys have been gaming forever. Whereas recent, like, I mean, I'm probably only gaming in the last 10, maybe 15 years. So I just put everything on easy because I don't have that wide variety of gameplay experience behind me that I'm like, you know what? I actually don't know the mechanics of this. And especially if I'm going to pick up another game, especially on a different platform or something, I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I'm playing on easy. Um, Also, I'm, I'm a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I hate horror games. So it's all working out real well for me. (laughs) Um, I've actually played the, the demos. I played. Uh, What'd you think um, of the demo? I played the maiden demo and the castle demo. I didn't. I didn't play village. I missed the village one. I played a little bit of the village demo. Oh yeah. See, I, I'm. Firstly, I think the thirty minute timer thing was both genius and also like they did that with Resident Evil Two, the yeah. remake. They did a time demo like that too. Oh, is there a reason though? And the thing is, what was interesting, like somebody told me that I had thirty minutes to play it, so I thought I would be dropped into a level. And then after 30 minutes, it would just stop. I mm. didn't realize I could complete the section of the level in that time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, I, I thought that it was just an open... It's like like if somebody put you in The Witcher 3 and was like, here you go, you have 30 minutes to play. That's what I thought I was getting, except in the world of, like, a linear, like, sandbox adventure type thing. Like, I wasn't going to be free, free roaming. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. And then I only found out that I could complete it by actually just happening to go the right way and not dilly-dallying. And I completed it in like 19 minutes. But I didn't know that that yeah. was a thing. Are you talking about the, <laughs> the castle demo or the maiden? The castle. The maiden okay, was Because the timed. maiden wasn't timed. But yeah, if you played the maiden, you can beat that demo in I think like four or five minutes. 
Yeah, the maiden Holy demo is very short. Yeah. Yes. I did it twice on stream when it first came out. I did it once and it took me like 20 minutes. And I was like, that was kind of short. Let me try it again. And I blasted through it again in like five, if that. Yeah. It's huh. a really short demo. Um, it's really good in the way that because the atmosphere sounds fuck you up. Yeah. And it's the atmospheric sounds that will really just make you, I guess, it's more It's all scared. about the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> but I must say, Castle Demo was um, excellent. I Were there enemies in it? Yes, okay. there were. In the in the basement, I guess. So you end up kind of running into Danielle, which is one of the sisters. Um, you have to kind of escape, and then you end up dropping down into this dungeon, which is similar to the Maiden demo, where you okay. op- where you woke up in the Maiden demo. And you see those like troll like people. Yeah, so you okay. sit. You're kind of going down them, and then there's some sort of like hmm, zombie vampires. I don't know. Like they were dead things coming cool. at you, and yeah. it wasn't great. Yeah, ghouls, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes, but but that have was a demo, the, and I thought uh, like vampire in Brooklyn. Never Come on, Louis. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, Louis. Yes. Vampire Thank you. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look that, that, that You're going old school with me, man. I, yeah, I had to, Louis. You're vampire a film aficionado. I, I, I do like. Well, I'm a big fan of horror. Like, unfortunately, Is that, yeah, it's uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. oh. Eddie Murphy. Oh, the film. Yes. Oh yes, I have seen this film. I actually have seen this. Murphy. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I looked at the picture and I'm like, oh wait same. a second, yes. Yeah, yeah, same. same. Angela. I've never been shot before. Kind of into the middle. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead, Louis. You're a big fan of horror. Um, I'm a huge, huge horror fan. In fact, that's what I try to write. Uh, we have a couple scripts that are already in the works in that, mm-hmm. and I have no clue how the hell I'm going to shoot them, but hopefully, come soon. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to like Resident Evil, I've always been a massive fan. Resident Evil 2 was my first favorite uh, new age video game out of like, you know, Nintendo and all of that, like for PlayStation. That's the one that hit it for me. And I played it. So I didn't have a memory card. (laughs) So I would, I would. You shared that story with us, I believe, the last time you were on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That um, I got so good at it that I was able to just, you know, do quick uh, run throughs and I would beat in a couple hours max. And um, the, the new one, I have a friend who was like, you cannot play seven until I lend you my VR. Mm. And then the pandemic happened. So oh. I haven't finished seven yet. <laughs> I haven't gone to Village. And uh, there's kind of, um, you know, I have the article about no spoilers and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of not having spoilers of any kind. So I don't even watch trailers. So when I saw you guys were doing trailer talks for Village, I was like, oh, I'm missing that, that one. <laughs> yeah. no, so I, I can't, I can't. You've seen none of the trailers for Village yet? I, none of the trailers. I have, even the pictures piss me off. I'm like, oh, there's like a, a werewolf damn it didn't want to know that oh, <laughs> shit. this is gonna be a shit show for you to be honest Sorry, <laughs> yeah. this is terrible yay uh, well if it helps i've only played the demo and the demo is just that it's a demo yeah. really, isn't it like this you're just supposed to be demonstrated to like the mechanics and not even any of the lore there wasn't much any lore or anything in there either so well, but, you know, that's what i love specifically so much about seven's demo was that it, it it's mm-hmm. you can play the demo and not get anything spoiled because mm-hmm. it's specifically sure. just going like this is what the game is like it's a standalone like so experience. many mm-hmm. yeah, that they yeah. implement I into the game they kind of like hey by the way you're gonna play this again when you play the game but it doesn't change anything and there's so many different ways to play it because the first time i kept seeing the dude walking around the house and i was like oh my god and then i went back <laughs> again i'm like you're not supposed to see him if you're doing it right i'm like oh shit <laughs> like, ah! it's just there's so much to one little thing, and I'm hoping that the demo for this one is kind of the same. But until I beat seven, I don't want to even know. try eight. Because if you, if you play you know. the maiden demo, the maiden demo is very much like that RE7 demo. It's a standalone experience. You're not Ethan. Yeah. You're a different character. Yeah, it's just it, yeah, it's it's I. What did they say it was at the end? They said like this demo was for like display purposes. It, you know, not, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Like it is more to give you like the, the yeah. sense of the atmosphere and proof the environment. Of, proof of concept. Proof of concept. That's that it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Resi 7. I Look, I've never played the Resident Evil games um, until recently. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, very played, good. I, you should do it. Uh, I played the first hour of Resident Evil 7. And then tomorrow I'll be doing um, the rest of the game. And apparently yeah. the average person takes about nine hours to complete the game on their first run. After that, it takes a lot less and you get a trophy for doing it under four. So 
potentially tomorrow I could be streaming for like 10 hours because <laughs> I'm just scared I'm not going to move. I didn't even um, beat the game in nine hours. So, I mean, I played a normal, but. Yeah, because like average, I think the average of it is like nine to nine to ten hours to complete the full game start to finish. Okay. Um, which I thought is like just a relatively relatively short game. Um, I wonder if Resident Evil Eight is going to be similar or not. I've seen people beating it in about nine to ten hours. Oh, okay. Because I think maybe just with horror games, it's just better to have them shorter. You don't want to kill people. Like you no. don't want to just like keep them on edge. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but what horror game lasts for way too effing long? Not gonna say it. Moving on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't know? You don't no, know what I'm what are you oh, talking okay. about? The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, that's what I was oh, trying well, to think. Survival horror. I feel yeah. like it's not a horror horror game. I think survival horror. Yeah. That is survival horror. Also, yes, it does. It's too long. That's like, all I'm saying. At least four hours. <laughs> too long. At least three oh, endings. Like too oh, long. Yeah. Oh, it's it's good. It's just too long. <laughs> yeah, excellent. It just feel it feels like. Do you know what I feel like? I feel like they could have done. We look. We can go into another tangent about Last of Us Part Two another time. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it could have <laughs> just been different endings. Anyway, um, speaking of Resident Evil Village, though, we did obviously have a trailer talk this week, yes. um, where we did review the trailer. We, you can excuse yourself from the podcast now if you'd like to. <laughs> oh, can I excuse myself the... too? No. <laughs> what? Did you not watch what? it? What? Did you not watch it? Hold Have on, you Louis. Bo- I want both of you to just turn off the cameras to like commit to the <laughs> No, Louie, yes. you messed up my my screens. Ah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, now get it, get it back. Pagan and Pagan is Louie. Great. Here's a story. Wait, if I, if, yeah, if I turn off my camera, does it work? I don't know. Try it. <laughs> yes, we're good. There we hey. go. Okay. <laughs> okay, it flip flopped, you guys. So we're good. All this right. is the stuff that Stephanie would be editing out of the show. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. That'd be totally. Like, oh. I oh, but this is good in. content. I'm gonna leave it in. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> where where um, is who? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Right. <laughs> I don't know. How you well, yeah. I think everybody who's speaking right now in Zoom, you're top right. Yeah, you top always right? see yourself. You're in the top always right. top right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's so everybody else is like messed up. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't correlate <laughs> to anyone. Yeah. Anywho. Trailer anyway, talk. um, trailer do talk. like do you want to go into a discussion of trailer talk? Considering Louise doesn't want any spoilers or anything. I no, 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 do it. Do it. It's fine. Uh, I'm happy fine. to hear Pagan and Steph elaborate on the trailer talk. Okay, Steph. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this, Louis. uh, You didn't miss much in the trailer talk regarding Resident Evil. Regarding Resident Evil, you didn't miss much. No, no, because they don't talk about Resident Evil very much. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know much about it, so I know. I I know. I know. I tried. I, I tried with Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> yeah, I no. failed quite a lot, and I would like I know, to publicly I know you apologize for all of the there. mistakes I made in that trailer yeah. because I've made quite a few regarding <laughs> Jeanette Moss and Emmy McGlynn. Yeah. Like, it's Maggie Honestly, Robinson. I do apologize. Here's my favorite thing of that trailer talk. I will say this: I thought PJ had an amazing like evaluation of the game and what was on presentation. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. Part. He usually does. He always has a mm-hmm. really uh, good foresight and. Yeah. I'm always really excited to hear what he has to say, even if sometimes it's a little more harsh than I think it would be. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's fucking boring. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> but I, lo- I love next insight. week. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his inside. Him and Drew always get like such, and, and then they really oh, break yeah. it down. Drew's internet died during all... that episode, too, so... <laughs> Poor yeah. Oh my god, we had it to like shit show. It was a shit show. It was a shit show. Everybody in the comments was like, wow, they totally just didn't even um, like, acknowledge, acknowledge yeah. that he left or anything like that. <laughs> and like going back, like, because when we watch um, trailers now, we have to um, pull up like our own screen to watch it. So like you can't even see, like at least I can't see everybody else. That everybody else is there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you close up the trailer and I saw that he was gone and we've just kind of learned to play it off because yeah. typically like the funniest thing happens when we're recording because he'll be talking and all of a sudden he just like freezes. And all so... The time. 
And so he can still hear us and he's still talking, but we don't know that. So we just kind of have to play it off. Yeah. But but PJ and Nolan are always the ones that like, like, I feel like you and I do a good job of like. (laughs) We're we're really good at just like. Letting uh it go. Yeah. Go ahead, Drew. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely talk about it or just like sit and listen or pretend to listen because essentially what's yeah. happening is it, uh, drew is recording locally so even though we mm. can't hear what he's saying he is saying something and he's making yeah. a good point because it's Drew, right so he's gonna make a fucking excellent point and we're all gonna agree yeah. so we're just like mm-hmm. but nolan pj and you will start doing things like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> and pj's always making comments of like Oh, there goes Drew again, or like, God, yeah. we got to get him to like new internet. And it's just so funny. It's particularly but- unfortunate <laughs> for that episode too, because Drew was the only yeah. one to seem to have any real knowledge of the franchise. Yeah, and he is like, he's like, wow, that looks, and then Drew's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, no, the the one person with like <laughs> insight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Poor Drew. Yeah. We have to get his internet fixed. We do. Good. Okay, I'm gonna watch the damn episode. Uh, it's a, it's a good episode. <laughs> it's pretty it's funny. funny. Honestly, just skip us watching the trailer. Yeah, like do if you don't want to see anything about the trailer, just skip, <laughs> skip the, the actual the trailer that... bit and listen to the conversation afterwards because mm-hmm. it's something. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It is. I'm, I'm definitely doing this. <laughs> I do try. I do try with Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> of that. I'm like, I kind of know. I kind of this. I kind of that. Mm. Not really, though. I don't know. I don't have a clue. Now, if we did the trailer now, I would be mm-hmm. like, all would be like, oh my gosh, now I understand because it's Resident Four. Like it's, it's very similar to Resident Evil Four, what they yeah. are doing, and then they're wanting to bring out another one. Mm-mm. Like I'd have more, I guess, context now about that trailer than I did then, like two yeah. and a half weeks ago, whenever we recorded it. That's me always after the trailer talk. Recordings. Always, <laughs> I like. I'll sit there and I'm like. I could have said this or like I'll be watching the trailer because I watch it like 20 million times like editing <laughs> trying yeah. to find clips and I'm just like oh there's that in the trailer like I remember um like I watched the first what is it five minutes of the new Mortal Kombat movie yeah and there was like a woman in the background and it was his wife and she was like all frozen and I remember watching the trailer and thinking is that a person in the background like is it a or is it a bloody rock oh. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's something I could have commented on now. I was like, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this happens all the time. And sometimes, like, we, like, will record trailer talk very last minute because it's down to scheduling, right? And who's available mm-hmm. at what time. So we could be recording, like, really last minute. And I could just be getting off work or Stephanie's still at work and she's taking a break. So there's, like, very little prep time other than, like, watching the trailer a couple of times to see what it, it's about mm-hmm. or potentially just watching it live when we're recording but we'll have to bring our own trailer up like stephanie said so we cover the rest of our screen like we'll all hit play at the same time mm. um so yeah now i'm like absolutely raging after watching that trailer talk because i'm like because oh, <laughs> i had so much more to say like yeah, mm, yeah well, i mean that, that that's interesting like like do you guys Years. 25 years i know and like we could have done a whole bunch like i've actually played the opening of resident evil mm. 4 shut myself and put the controller down and i was like no thank mm-hmm. you so realistically it wasn't evil village i should be, be the same there was the one you thing know? too when pj got into talking about the uh the re engine he was like yeah mm-hmm. i think they made yeah. this this engine for this game and i was like actually they made it for re7 <laughs> like they made that engine for re7 and then they've been using it since uh, then so they've used it for devil may cry 5 they use it for monster hunter rise huh. mm-hmm. um, and they've been expanding on that engine since and they're improving on it so Oh, yes, they made it for Resident Evil, but, but Resident I appreciate Evil, uh, PJ's insight and perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can only apologize. About, <laughs> uh, about the trailer talks, though, is that, um, I mean, you kind of answered it. It was really like, what kind of preparations do you guys have for it? But like like going into it and, and having that uh, nuance afterwards, <laughs> where it's like, oh, <laughs> retrospectively i could probably um like is, is yeah. it more do you think it, do you think it's better to go in blind and then see the trailer firsthand and then have the commentary for that or do you think that um sometimes it could uh, behoove you to go in and have like this it's a prepared statement about what you're about to watch and all those different kinds of things like which one would you consider is probably more organic i guess you could say no because i've done both <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we need I to actually, do that. Like, I changed what oh my god, is that all your notes now? <laughs> you know yes, what we need Stephanie. to do now is we have to have a like a after the talk conversation where you guys can say, Well, now in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, We've talked is, about that. That's kind of what have. this is. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Um and the thing is, like I've like Stephanie said, I've done both. And the beginning trailer talks. I was watching them live with everybody. But this was when Drew was sharing his screen and trying mm. to feed us through the trailer, which was a big wah wah because <laughs> yeah. the fucking internet. internet shit. So <laughs> yeah. anytime he shares through the screen, we don't actually hear the trailer and we only see like uh, like chipped bits of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like stuck in whatever, right? Uh... So I have done that where my first reaction has been trailer talk through a Zoom that has definitely fucked up and is like yeah. in slow motion and i can't hear anything and i'm like well shit uh and then eventually i had frames. a comment right there's a comment on mm-hmm. youtube like why is Peg in there she never says anything and i was like that's fair it's probably because i'm reacting first time to the trailer without actually yeah. seeing the trailer so then the following times i was like right i'm gonna do this shit and i like started researching the project without watching the trailer and then would watch the trailer live and be like, ah, oh, yes, but I have some insight. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like a bit of both if I can. If not, I will try and watch the trailer at least once or while we're live, like I will have the You'll have it pulled up the, on the your YouTube own. of myself. Yeah. 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 No, that, I've kind of done the same thing because like I started off um like I tried to do a little bit of preparation and like go into it because especially to like after listening to PJ and like Drew and they have all this insight. I'm like, well, crap. Yes. Like, I feel like I need to say something like a little bit more or find something fun. And then also we had like, we have like a layout of what we want to cover <laughs> and how we want to organize it. I'm not sure why it's <laughs> layout. <the> layout. <laughs> But like the we always laser seem... on the moon. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> you know, because it's like it's hard. Like you know, you if, for filming, like you can keep things to attract. But like, I think it's better to kind of go off course. Like I like the way like scratching the layout. Like, I mean, I feel like it's a little more organic <laughs> to say yes. the least, and it's it's fun that way. I mean, there are some like. Like this next episode, it's um. Oh, she go on. Oh, well, I mean, Stephanie, Stephanie is coming back next week to discuss this because I was yes. like, "Hey, when's that episode coming out?" And she's like, "Oh, it's next week." I was like, "Great, you want to come yeah. on the podcast?" Because <laughs> we start to chat. We will look forward um, to that. It's it's yeah. interesting. Um, it's, a, I, it's definitely there's definitely no format. Well, no, by the time right. anyone actually done. listens to this episode, that would have aired yesterday, and they could oh, have true. watched it already because ours comes out on Wednesday. True, that I is hope true. You all but... Enjoyed that. So we hope yes. you liked that episode of Trailer Talk <laughs> yeah, that aired yesterday. That. If you would like to find out more or hear more about what we thought of that trailer, uh, i.e., myself and Stephanie, feel free to go out to the podcast and watch it next week because we yes. will be having a chat about it, yes. <laughs> about how we felt about that trailer. Because mm-hmm. right now we are tight lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back, to so the, tight. <laughs> back to the Resident Evil trailer, though, Steph, I did want to yeah. say that although you're not, you know, knowledgeable of the, the series, I appreciated and enjoyed your aspect on the horror of yeah. the trailer. That, and you were able to give some pretty decent, like, perspective there. Oh, I, I was kind of guessing because, like, for me, like, I love, like, vampires and werewolves and, mm-hmm. like, all that kind of stuff. So me watching that trailer, I was hoping... <laughs> That it was something like that because I was like, that would be awesome. Like poor Louis, like la 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 la. la. <laughs> no, I I'm not a horror person, but I do like like those kind of movies. Like um, mm-hmm. even like the bad ones. I watched. What about um, like um? Oh my God, I'm gonna, one of my favorite freaking series. The one with the vampires wait. and werewolves. Underworld. Underworld. Jeez, we talked about underworld. I'm like, I just all I yeah. could think was Celine. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think. Yes, that's um, like one I've only seen like bits and pieces of. But I like, love those movies. So good. I yeah, those are those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. I I mean, even if it's like a bad movie, like it's still like I mean, I loved watching like it's not horror, but like Hellboy, like you know. Oh yeah, it, I like oh, Hellboy. So good. You know, Hellboy's they're, they're good. All right, well, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm done. Yeah. She's done. It's over. Can't she's done. With this. She's gone. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right, I'm trying to think of. You have a lot of movies called that I will overlook this misstep. <laughs> Thank you. You're I'm welcome. trying to think of what's the vampire movie with Keanu Reeves. Why am I blanking on the name of that? Keanu Reeves. Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. Is it just yeah. Dracula? Yeah. 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 With Bram yeah. yeah. It's just Bram Stoker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, lo- yeah. I love that movie. Um, because we I it's had we, really with Renault with Winona Ryder. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a, ter- it's not like the best movie ever, but like it's interesting to say the least, and it's Definitely. kind of entertaining. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking of. Devil's Advocate for a minute there, like that was. Oh, vampires, Devil's Advocate though. is a fucking unreal movie, but it's definitely not about vampires. <laughs> oh no, no, uh, similar. Or like That's Interview fine. with the Vampire is interesting. Um, I don't know. It's like costume wise. Like sometimes you watch it for like certain things, like Interview True, with the actually, Vampire. The, the setting and everything in that film is excellent. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, it's not, like, the best movie ever that I've watched, but, like, um, and the reason, like, I got into it was because we had, in college, we had, um, in my fraternity, we had uh, one of the audio designers come, and he, like, talked to us, and he was oh, cool. breaking down, like, all the different noises that he put in that movie, and I think at the time, his kid was, like, a little baby, so he put, like, his baby's, like, cooing and stuff in, like, certain points, and so, like, I thought that was kind of cool, so I was like, okay, now I gotta go watch this. But, um, so, like, of course I watched it later on. But I like those kind of movies. I don't know. Like, even if they're just terrible, like, that's oh. That's kind of cool. No, that's fine. I'll watch it for, like, and, the vampire uh, aspect. It's it's Francis Ford Coppola. He's one of the greatest directors in history. of like, it's not a bad movie. It's <laughs> not. I don't no, particularly it's not. like it. I don't yeah, Keanu, Keanu and Winona's accents are, you know. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> apart from that, like, like um. It's it's masterfully done, and I actually went mm-hmm. to the Coppola Ranch, and uh, I saw the costumes and everything. I did oh. too. Oh my <laughs> god! Nice. That was the, the wines. Like, the wines. Kind of cool. Many. <laughs> I can't remember the last. I time. wasn't old I enough to drink the wine. <laughs> I wasn't old enough to drink the wine at the time. Aww. I was like one of the few wineries that I was dragged to that was actually happy to be dragged to because it was film oriented. <laughs> so I was just sitting there staring at the Godfather desk, just kind of like. Can I, <laughs> can, can I sit? Can I touch? Can I have? Can I, can I be here for like ever? Um, I can has desk. Can I has? Can I has? Um, no, I, I love, can, I love Francis Ford Coppola. I Just, actually think the trailer, like Resident Evil Village trailer, what it actually more reminded me of was um, Van Helsing. The one with Hugh mm. Jackman and Kate, mm-hmm. um, Beckin, uh, Kate Beckinsale. Um, just super reminiscent of that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> that's a good one, too. The whole vibe. And that's why I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, this looks horrifying, and I know it's going to be scary because of the soundscape. But at the same time, I really enjoyed Van Helsing movie because that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Resident yeah. Evil 4 and Resident Evil 7, I am shitless. I Van Helsing so definitely scared. wasn't like a horror movie, though, either. <laughs> No, right. in any way. No, <laughs> no, no, but that's not true. Yeah, that's true. But the yeah. horror, um, uh, what are they like? Animals, characters, whatever you call it, like personas, ver- vampire, werewolf, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. I can watch all of the movies with that. Same, same. Because I think that's kind of why I wasn't played. just putting it out there. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good like, one. okay, I, I have again as like a big horror fan and all that kind of stuff. Like when it comes to like underworld. I, I hated it mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, when it comes to like uh, I, I'm not I'm not big when it, when they try to turn it Underworld's into, not a horror movie either though yeah, yeah no, but that was true. the thing that I went expecting it like that um, and that was right at the tail end when they started making all the vampires more uh, twinkly sexy oh yeah, sexy yeah. Part. Oh, well yeah. okay so so yeah. the thing about a vampire in my mind growing up and watching stuff like you know the the um, interview with the vampire and stuff like that i always yes. thought that the the sexualization of the vampire was interesting because it's they pretty much encompassed all of the sins mm-hmm. and that was that's the mm-hmm. harshest one is lust because yeah. you like that's what you want so you yeah. are actually absolutely drawn to them but they don't feel they don't have lust themselves. They use it. It's it's uh, like like when you see a, a multicolored insect, it's doing that so that the birds won't eat it because it's like, oh, that's probably poisonous. That's what they're doing with their looks. They don't feel it. They just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, now I got a new prey. 
And so, and then we started making them fall in love. And, and, and I'm like, damn it, you ruined the whole horror <laughs> aspect. That's and, make, and, and I love action. Don't get me wrong. Like Hellboy, I love Hellboy, but that's because it's so campy. Like mm-hmm. Constantine, like Blade. You, yeah. like, you know, those comics that, where, where they really like throw, they, they, it's just ham to the wall, man. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. you can go too far with it. You can't go far enough, but those people just tread and they just use like, you know, the folklores and stuff like that in such a smart and wonderful way. So the action, the comedy, the horror elements are all there. You get someone like Yemma del Toro who can really make those kinds of films work. And then you get, people like Twilight, you get things like yeah, that. Well, that's I one of the reasons why I, I, I personally, my favorite vampire movie of all time is probably 30 Days a Night. That's really oh, that's The vampires real- are the exact opposite of what Louis was talking about. The, they're yeah. not sexualized. They're terrifying. They're horrifying to look at. Like They're truly monstrous in that movie. They rip people oh. to shreds. And like that's that was after Twilight. That was after like the whole romanticization of vampires. Oh, and it was like we're gonna go back to like scary yeah, vampires. They, yeah, they tried to do that. Um, <laughs> oh no! With uh, what's his name, Josh, Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. And that, mm-hmm. that was that was a great movie to be honest. It was very underappreciated. Oh. I think because they went back to it, and everyone's like, "No, this is supposed to be sexy. I want to like my vampires." I'm like, "You are a moron." But that's just my opinion. That's just what I think. I think the interesting thing there, too, was that movie was based on a graphic novel, much like The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And now The Walking Dead is the biggest thing on the freaking planet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't 30 Days a Night have been that? I don't know. It's interesting how things become popular, I think. And just how, like, certain things, like, really hit it off. And then others just kind of, like, the predecessors were like, meh. And then yeah. all it takes is this one thing to be like, oh my God, like... You can say the same I, thing in video well, games, too. That same kind of stuff happens. I was just about to say... I was going to say, because of, like, your topics of, like, sexualization of uh, vampires or women in general... Speaking mm-hmm. of sex. And uh, speaking of sex, and also <laughs> hey. how things become popular... Let's talk about Leisure Suit Larry that they played this week on Retro Replay. Yes. A very popular retro game... That I have no idea why it's so popular. Um, and yet here we are. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. So if anybody doesn't know, Leisure Suit Larry, if you've missed the episode, is an adult-themed video game series created by Al Lowe. It was mm-hmm. published um, in 1987. Uh, but there are multiple like games of the series. Like There has been yeah. so many spin-offs of this, and they're still going. Um, I think their latest one comes out in May this year. <laughs> Uh, so at the end of this month, there should be another Leisure Suit Larry coming out. So <laughs> super hyped for the launch. So and no one will not played, be playing it. Has anyone no. here ever played a Leisure Suit Larry? Nope. <laughs> have you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what no. Leisure Suit Larry have you played? I played uh, Magna Cum Laude when it came oh to the original Xbox. God. <laughs> oh my God. I remember that one. What? I never played it, but I watched it being It played. was just as bad it was just as cheesy as the original that they played on retro replay and i i never saw the original one before this episode how is the gameplay different is it like the same kind of a thing because i think the thing that i found annoying was all the typing it's not a text base the the newer ones are like 3d adventures (laughs) like you're actually walking around 3d space and you know going on you have certain quest lines and you'll like i think the only the only mission i can remember from that game because it's been a long time was there was a woman that uh that every one every one of the women you met had some ridiculous uh <laughs> like aspects that you had to meet in order to try to sleep with them and they always fail oh. every time the oh only time God. i remember him actually succeeding the woman uh made him dress up in a like furry costume and like you had that's how the scene played out was he was dressed up in like a mascot furry outfit while doing wow. things and I think he ultimately ended up not actually getting to do it. Like he had to like watch from the oh oh. <laughs> he's, he's it was just... it was oh, it's just no. bad. It's just corny and that is so I, sad. I feel like the original probably just was like for you know shits and giggles. Poops and giggles. And then after that, it was just kind of like we have like I don't know like you're talking about like furries, so it's like oh weird fetishes, like just kind of just for. <laughs> This is what they want. I have um I've just never seen a text based game. 
No. Like, I, I've, I've heard of them. I've just never seen them. Like, and well, there's so many commands that you had to, like, put actually, in. Like, take that back. So then I'm kind of like, how did you program that? Like, <laughs> yeah. You well, know, you uh, could type in anything, and sometimes somebody would be like, oh, well, I thought of that too. And then he programmed it to say this. And that's kind of cool. I think that's, that's a coding question for sure. Would the like, Oregon Trail yeah. just be like a text based game? Was that? Yes, and actually, I guess that's the only one that I've played. I, guess I am I actually <laughs> um, recommending that for Drew anyway because it's being re uh, remade or revamped for oh. the, for Apple and Mac OS. I love that. Um, game. And the original game came out in Mac uh, on Apple too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, I saw that. Actually, I saw that because yeah, I was wanting to play it. With, yeah, oh. there you go. If you have Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. if you own an Apple product and you Apple own Apple, yeah, Arcade, um, it's it's just come out or it is coming out pretty soon. Ooh. Um. So yeah, so that is definitely something that I've recommended for Chariba because that's kind of cool to contrast. And that's what I thought they would do with this one, honestly, because uh, this original game, I've just never seen it played, but I have seen like Legendary 7 or whatever, like mm-hmm. doing Google research. My algorithm is so fucked up. Um, but yeah, so I can see kind of stuff and I'm like, oh, this is interesting because it's a click, um, like a, what's it called? a point and click adventure type thing. So you just click on stuff and then you'd be like, I can't use that, blah, blah, blah. And then click on something else to get out of like a puzzle oh okay yeah um interesting game it is yeah it was it was interesting to edit too it was kind of funny (laughs) you had some great edits especially like the still of the naked larry (laughs) so great with the the kardashian but thing so good the kardashian that was great (laughs) as soon as i made that i sent it to drew and i was like this is i think my best creation yet (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm proud of this I thought I, it was. Oh my god! What I, what I loved about it is that, like, like, yeah, we had two great jokes right there, which was, "Oh, he's thick," and then the little <laughs> right on the butt cheek, and I just like, I'm done. This was it. This was the perfection. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> editing was so on point in this episode. It was so oh good. Oh there was a lot of great you. cutaways in that episode too. So, yeah, I, I oh, had a lot man. of fun with that one. Um, I want to know what we missed. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> just like boring <laughs> stuff, I reckon. There was one thing at the very end because I was just trying to cut for time, but like right after he gets laid, he um, hops out the window, and um, the only way for him to get down is like he has to jump into a dumpster. So then he's like walking, and um, he goes back in front of Lucky's, and then an officer starts walking and like says like "Hey, pervert" or like something like 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 that so like you know Larry's just kind of like woo me but then Nolan's like okay crap like we're gonna get caught so like he's trying to like run away and I think he ends up getting um killed, killed again by like the beggar or whoever it was in the alley <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like oh my gosh and then that was it but it was just a lot of quiet like of them like trying to like type things or click and so really just trying to condense that. And then also the repetitive of like having to go back after he's died and, and redo it and yeah. redo stuff. And so like a lot of that, I was like, well, we already saw that before. I was like, I don't think we need to see that again. Like, <laughs> we don't need to see like his head be put back on again, maybe. But I think it's, yeah, no, you've done such a great job with the editing on this game because yeah. I'm sure being such an old game, it doesn't have anything like that where you can skip stuff. Yeah, um, I'm loving that Nolan failed the age test. Yes, first time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. I, I messed with that too. I messed with that too because I was like, we need a cold open, and then I was like, what can I use? And I was like, aha, I'll I'll try to use that somehow um, to make it work because so, so he had to do it twice. And so I kind of merged like the second time with the first the first time. So like the questions that you see in the episode are like he answered like he's twenty two. So <laughs> beautiful. But I would have loved to see if he tried entering seventy seven. Like what what would what have happened and had? what questions yeah. would have come up to prove cause... that you're actually seventy seven years old. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think that was like a genius little tactic. But what was really fascinating about this game was obviously people didn't have um, computers mm-hmm. uh, in, in the 80s. It wasn't like super accessible as it was now. So a lot of the people would just play it at work and then it just caught on. Like when the game actually got published, it like bottomed at any box office or whatever. Like it only sold like 4,000 copies oh, wow. in the first like mm-hmm. two or three months. 
and they lost money. Uh, they were like, shit. But then word of mouth started to, to catch on. And then by the end of the year, they had sold 300,000 copies. And the majority of people who were playing the game was actually p- playing them on privated or um, uh, pirated oh. floppy disks. Mm. And that's why in the tidbit, um, Allison was mm. talking about it almost crashing um, a lot of financial institutions because somebody <laughs> who pirated the game stuck a fucking virus on it and then they pirated from the pirate from the pirate from the pirate so the virus spread everywhere it was a semi-harmless kind Mm. of virus it was deleting like just random files like anytime you would reboot your computer files would be missing um and then they originally found that as a virus that was linked to um the game not specifically like yes it definitely was but Mm. like 80% 80% of the people who's had a, hard, a hardware virus or whatever, they had a pirated copy of Leisure Suit Larry. Oof. So <laughs> that's hilarious. And they had to like re, like they had to like completely wipe their systems and restart again from this one game that people just wanted to play because it's naughty at work. I can't I imagine playing that at work. Is at work. Exactly. Like. <laughs> oh, and also if you, there is a, there's like a command, there's a, there's a, 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 a keyboard shortcut that if you pressed it, it would bring up an Excel sheet, the original like old school version of the Excel sheets that looked like you were working. So if your boss walked by, you can do a <laughs> command nice. and it would bring up the Excel sheet. But if you looked really closely, it would actually be things like stuff stuff in the um, in the game. So like, uh, for example, it could be like accounting, 10 condoms purchased for however much. And then like... Uh, lucky's diner or whatever oh 10 dinners 43 dollars. like do you know what i mean so i thought that was kind of cool i really enjoyed can you that. imagine nothing to see here boss nothing nothing to see here <laughs> don't mind me i think that's genius honestly back that is days, like shortcut be like no nope, that's here. great oh my gosh i'm just thinking cool. of that that <laughs> meme of like the kit the cat with the on the computer is just like Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, but based on this game mm-hmm. we were thinking about um topics i guess for for this and like i've never played Re- leisure suit larry but i have played games that have like naughtiness Naughty. uh like sex scenes or like the occasional naughty thing and the first thing that came to mind for me was the sims yeah the original mm. sims Honestly. game mm-hmm. when you found out you could woohoo with somebody, I was like, I blushed so hard. I was like 10 or 12 when I fucking saw that. I was like, Same. What is happening? <laughs> the bed would be like bumping and then mm-hmm. little hearts come up and you're like, What is happening? Well, I think the Sims, was it Sims 1 or Sims 2? I think it hurt. I think Sims 2 was like a lot raunchier. And then oh, Sims 3 kind of like, I think, turned right. it down. Where you could see like uh, body parts and stuff yeah. like that. And they would come up halfway and be like, yeah. Keep going. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. And stuff in the hot tub and stuff. And what's great mm-hmm. about The Sims now, I think Steph can attest to this, is that like there's so many places now that when you click on it, it says woohoo, and you're like, I didn't even fucking think mm-hmm. that that was possible. A dumpster. a dumpster, a dumpster, <laughs> a bush, shower, a bush. Well, uh, when you're bed, in the mood, the I closet. Mean. Yeah, right. um, the closet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the um. You can go. Like there's you, a new you can one. have an observatory. Mm-hmm. Space in a, in a spaceship. Space. Uh, the lighthouse. <laughs> yes, this is a weird episode. <laughs> oh my god! Um, there are plenty of other games though, and I just wanted to get your opinion on. I guess not in this in games. Like, have you played many? Have you ever been shocked by something that you just weren't expecting? Like, that's definitely for me. And The Sims, the fr- mm-hmm. the original Sims, when I was playing it at like. 10 or 12 years old, I was just like, whoa. Yeah. I was real shocked by that. And it's The Sims. It's not even it like is. good graphics or anything. It's just no. like, whoa. <laughs> um, so I'll open it out to the floor. What about you, Dan? I think probably the first game I ever played that actually had like sex in it was probably Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, right. yeah, Grand Theft Auto, like yeah. picking up a hooker picking and then the car hooker? starts mm-hmm. wiggling and you're like, are they? They, mm-hmm. they, they are doing it. Yep. Right. Yeah, and you cool. get money. Yeah, or you have to give her money. Uh, you know what else was another game that had sex in it that back. was interesting was Fable. Oh man, the original Fable. Never seen it. 
Uh, we've talked about Fable on the podcast before a couple yeah. times. It's an original Xbox series that's now getting the reboot on hmm. Series X. And that game, like Sims, had a lot of like a kind of like a deep dating kind of sim to it. And you could literally date and marry anyone in the oh. game. And uh, there would be like these weird sex scenes where the game would like cut to a shot of the house and you would hear like dialogue of like people like, oh, oh, ooh, oh you know like just random noises and you're just like <laughs> what is happening in there <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah. and that that was an older game that came out probably around the same time grand theft auto came out i think huh. yeah louis apart from stuff like you know like uh, god of war or mm. like the original stuff yes. and things like that like like, for me, the whole thing about sex in video games was like, oh, look, her boobs are not so triangular anymore. <laughs> now things are starting to get better. Or a square butt that wiggles more than the rest of the legs, like in Metal Gear Solid, when you had to look uh, for... Uh, the wiggle, the butt her. wiggle in Metal Gear Solid 1? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. obviously all women wiggle their ass when they walk. You know, it's just, it's just a thing that they obviously. do. So, I mean, like, sex in games... I Yeah, like... <laughs> I forgot about it too until you you, you kind of give me a little bit of a heads up like hey we're going to talk about this so I because I'm a nerd I did my research and I'm like <laughs> I, I can't remember sex in games at all like unless it's like a specific sex game mm-hmm. I don't think of anything like that and I haven't played any of those so I was like all right let me let me do a little bit of research and I started being reminded of all these awkward scenes and awkward games uh, where even in modern graphics it's kind of like okay like probably the best scene i guess i could say is in the last of us 2 and that's just i was just gonna say oh yeah because it was so like like it was it was very intimate in itself you like Mm. you know you felt the pressure of these two individuals and you want them to be together and all of that and then it's it's in a game that doesn't really have that romanticized um Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. feeling you know so so it, that one kind of stuck out and a lot of people were like oh my god and blah 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 I'm like dude shut up like this is the one real moment of human interaction that still existed between these two in the post-apocalyptic world and then you get games like fallout where it's just like hi lie in bed with me <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up the next day and they're not there which is mm-hmm. kind of my own life but that's the difference uh, <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, like you know, sex and games. I just, I don't think that we've nailed that one yet. To you know, pun intended. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those. It's awkward. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's like watching a movie with your parents, and then the sex scene happens, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, "Yeah, sorry, mom." Yeah, especially too. with mm-hmm. the like uncanny valley, like you kind of hinted at before too, when it comes <laughs> to like the visual, the visualization of the characters and like sex scenes of polygons is that a sex scene or is that just a few triangles kind of poking each other? (laughs) Okay. okay, You know, that's interesting because um, as as everyone knows, when it comes to Naughty Dog, everything is, is, you know, done on set and stuff like that, which I think is why that again, nailed it in that (laughs) sex scene in particular. Like uh, I even saw, I came across one where they said one of the steamiest ones was in Uncharted 2 with Chloe and, uh, Oh, and, And nothing happens. She she sits on his lap and then they kiss on the bed. But that's, then, again, yeah. it's so much more intimate than when you watch stuff in other video games. Like, uh, what's the one, Beyond Good and Evil? I think it yeah. is. No, 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 no. The one with Ellen Page. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I know oh, yeah, about. yeah. That is it. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, yeah Beyond Two Souls. Thank you. Uh, before, before he became <laughs> yeah. Elliot. Um, and, and like that was very uncanny valley <laughs> very uncanny valley because it just it doesn't i feel like <laughs> the the most awkward uh sex sceney stuff things that i've come across in a game other than the sims when i was like 10 i was like oh blushing what's this <laughs> um now in the sims i'm like yes we're gonna woohoo with you and then we're gonna have mm-hmm. a baby with you and then we're gonna yes. divorce you and get some money and then we're gonna yes. um so desensitized right now yes. but <laughs> heavy rain has anybody played Heavy Rain? That was one I was thinking about too. Is that I that have. was very <laughs> awkward? The shower scene, and then there's like a sex scene, and it's really awkward because you're controlling it. Oh, mm, I don't you have remember. To do, you have to do stuff like on a motion control, and it's not like that. Like they will cut away to like when they're actually <laughs> having sex, but you have to take off his top and you have to take off her bra by like pressing R1 or holding R2 and 
all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is the most awkward shit. Like you could have just done like the last of us two part, mm-hmm. uh, part did not at the time, obviously, because my heavy rain came out years ago. I bet but, that part was more uncomfortable than actually cutting off the dude's finger. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you should oh. play it. It's a good game. Well, it's a, or if you play Dead Space, <laughs> if you play Dead Space Two, you have to stick a needle in Isaac's eye. No, thank you. I'm okay. Uh, we're gonna no, I always stop. I always stop it. Right, like we're there, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I'm. But yeah, definitely wanted to put that up because I think like we've, we've come a long way from Legend Suit Larry mm-hmm. and uh, and the, yeah. the text-based adventures. Oh. Uh, everything in that game everything in that game i mean we've come a long way thankfully (laughs) (laughs) thankfully thankfully now we have the sims yes (laughs) yes yeah and much more like well-designed character models so if there there is a sex scene it looks somewhat believable and like they're generally more tastefully done where it's like Mm -hmm. almost like a movie where it's like oh they're about to have sex and cut you know like yeah 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 that kind of thing Kind of like Uncharted too. They cut up to like what is it? A picture of a sunset or something? Like yeah, on the oh, on the wall. It's like the, it's like what they did in old movies, like in Hollywood. Like if they had a love scene, you know, like one of my favorite movies. It's like the characters finally get together and they cut up to like they pan up to like a cuckoo clock, and then like the cuckoo birds come out, or there's like a couple, <laughs> and they're like dancing around. So it's like it's kind of like the same kind of a thing. Like um, it's insinuated. It's implied. And you don't really. It is. Like, you yeah. just know. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like that kind of sometimes. Like you don't always need to see. Thank you. That is totally how I how I feel. But I didn't want to be a prude and be like, I don't want to like sex scenes. It's more just because like I'm so because I know what it's like to be like an actor and you have to pretend to actually love somebody else. Um, like I've never done a sex scene or anything, but I have done kissing and stuff, and I'm like, ah, I hate to do a sex scene with this person if I ever had to. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just like, this is just the most uncomfortable thing. Mm, No. Or you can pan be, up. We don't need to see that. It's fine. Mm-mm. Was just probably pan away. The, it's implied. The, mm-hmm. the most oh. hilarious sex scene in any video game was from South Park: Sick of the Truth. Oh really? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I've never played a South Park game. I would love okay. to though. You should play oh, it on stream and yeah, be prepared yeah. to full blush the whole time oh, because yeah. you, there's like a okay. honey, the kids moment where you're shrunk down really small and you have to battle your way across your parents' bed. While oh, they're no. having sex, no, and avoid getting hit by your father's balls as they're swinging. No, <laughs> that's and they such do a hit South Park They game. will hit you. Like, they will uh, hit you because you're not going to be prepared for it the first time. Oh that your <laughs> crush you while you're battling. Oh my god! What is it like dust mites or something like that? Like it's, yeah, it's, something. Oh god, that wow! That game, that game oh, was yeah. like the, the the next one, the fractured butthole, was fantastic. But stick of truth, man. That yeah. that just that killed it. <laughs> the, what was it? The not Nazi um, aborted fetus babies. Oh, <laughs> at the, at the abortion. oh my god! Yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. That game goes fucking to the wall, oh. man. Look, if if it doesn't, it's not South Park. Yeah, exactly. No. And I loved I mean, every second. You of can't it, you watch know? South Park and be angry because you have to no. expect that shit at some yeah. point. Yeah, no. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> Um, uh, if you are interested in uh, topics like these and other gaming topics like what was on the last week's podcast regarding Gears of War, head over to RetroReplayShow.com where there are uh, many amazing articles by some of the repair contributors um, to be found on the website in like the blog or the vlog section. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess this is a chance for you guys to promote your socials. Uh, Louis, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. As uh, always, you can find me with uh, Skeleton Crew, uh, Skeleton Crew Diaries on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to be working with a few other people now, including Dead Pan. Mm-hmm. <gasps> going to be doing some stuff. I know who they are. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited for that. Um, we're, we're, we're in good talks for a lot of stuff coming up. So uh, I'm going to, um, I have my film stuff and now I have my video game and entertainment stuff, which you can also find me on the website for Retro Replay. Uh, so far, I have three articles working on that fourth. It's been way too damn long, but it'll be good, I promise. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much everything. But uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Love it. Always a pleasure to have you, Hillary. Always a pleasure. Steph? So for me, um, you can find me on Twitter at Judging since day one. There's no G in the judging. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's one G. There's not two. Judging since day one. <laughs> judging. Since and then one. my Instagram is judging since day one. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so I like the namesake. It's a little a little play in the name, 
but um no this is fun i'm i'm excited and next week <laughs> we'll we'll finally talk about this week talk next week bum, yeah bum. We will, like, yesterday's episode that yeah. everyone yeah. already saw when they heard this right exactly, <laughs> so weird. exactly. i'm sure everyone will be very excited to hear what i, I apologize ahead of time <laughs> <laughs> after the fact you're apologizing after the fact, after yes. the fact. yeah sorry mm-hmm. head of the time after uh, the fact <laughs> we heard ahead of what you just said yesterday, yes so I, yeah. hold on <laughs> Okay. I mean, oh, fuck. Drew, Drew listens to it. Um, what a great episode! It was, was so great. It was so good. No, no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> no, it, I is, think... it is actually genuinely fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, no, it is. Yeah, it's, it... you'll you'll see. We'll, we'll see. Um, yes. You'll yes. see, or you will have seen. And you totally get what we're talking about. Yes, now. and the thing we talked about is good too. Or so. go see. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Dan, what about your socials? Uh, yeah. Um... Thank you, Louie, for shouting out Deadpan. We've been trying to make some uh, pushes to get some new stuff happening. We've got some new content we're working on. It, I'm happy to say, yes, Louie's working with us. We're trying to develop some new things for our channel. Um, but I personally am also uh, trying to get back into streaming. I've been working on uh, doing t- Twitch and my personal YouTube, which is all Stark Evil Vash, just like before. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stark Evash. You can find me over on Twitch at Pagan underscore plays um, at in, on Instagram, Pagan underscore plays and Twitter at Pagan plays. Um, I am going to be raising money for charity um, over the next couple of weeks. Um, well, actually, next couple of months, I'm trying to raise a thousand dollars for charity by mm. my 30th birthday in September. So if you are interested, you can follow my, my socials or at my Twitch channel, which is where the charity streams will be taking place. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. If anybody is listening at the moment and they are interested in becoming a member of Retro Replay or you have any questions about your membership, send them over to members at RetroReplayShow.com. And if you have questions for this show or would like to be on the show, contact us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. All you visual listeners. <laughs> All you yes. visual listeners. <laughs> that was so funny. Anyway, thank I you guys so too. much. for. I know. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, Louis, Steffi, thank you so much. And that's thank game you. over, folks. Good job. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.